journey into the Citadel, where our pastor is Superintendent Johnson A. Bevan III. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Top fan. Good to see you tonight. Got a few on the conference line, I believe. Others coming on. Thank God for a new day, another day today and for his grace in our lives and for his goodness to us uh, it's a good thing also to give praise unto the lord for praise is comely or it's right it's fitting uh, for the upright and so we do praise god for his goodness to us today for his salvation his great salvation that we should not neglect in any way and so we just give god glory and praise and honor Good to see those of you coming on here. I uh, see my wife is with us. She's right around the corner in another room. And uh, thank God for her. Thank God for all of you that are coming on here. Sister Dolina, I see Brother Elder Tony. God bless you. Sister Darlene, God bless you. So good to see you all tonight. And uh, just thank you all for being a part of Citadel. Uh, certainly a great church, uh, one of the tremendous congregations uh, in Indianapolis and in the Midwest, and it's a great honor to serve as your pastor. And even in the midst of this moment that we're living in, COVID-19, uh, we just thank God for his grace on all of us and all of our lives and for what he has provided for us. And uh, so you're tuned into the right place tonight. Again, as always, you may have family or friends who are not on social media. And so we would certainly love to have them to be a part with us as, as well tonight. And the conference line is open and they can call that number 605-475-2090. Again, that's 605-475-2090. And the access code uh, to join us tonight via the conference line is 848-6651. That's 848-6651, and they will have to hit the pound sign. Thank God for Elder Sal also joining us and uh, others that uh, see you coming through. So good to, uh, again, be with you all tonight. And others are coming on the conference line. I hear that uh, it is uh, ringing uh, with individuals coming on. And so... Uh, Thank God that you're here watching tonight. Let us know that. Share with your friends uh, that you are with us tonight. And uh, uh, certainly if you would like, you can check in as well at Citadel of Faith and do a check in with us. And uh, if you do so, uh, hashtag virtual gathering. Hashtag virtual gathering. And feel free to start a watch party as well. If not now, later on, you can come back and review tonight's 
uh, teaching at our gathering, and you can also uh, start a watch party as you would maybe come back and take a look again. Uh, and if uh, you're not able to uh, be with us for the duration of our time tonight, certainly again, I invite you to come back to our page and to view later and uh, offer uh, with others to share uh, having a watch party. And if you're here for the first time uh, being with us, uh, we do give you a special welcome uh, to Citadel of Faith. And we would love to connect with you, uh, whether by prayer or just to give you some any kind of support. And in order to connect with us, all you have to do is text 7676 to this number, 317-676-0134. Again, text 7676-7676 to 317-676-0134. That will direct you to our digital connect card. Just tap the link uh, that it uh, texts back to you. And uh, complete the uh, digital card, connect card. It only takes less than 30 seconds, if that, uh, to complete. But in the comment section, in the comment section, uh, just let us know that you're watching with us here for the first time or uh, you're just glad to be here if you have a prayer request. Uh, please put that in the comment section uh, so we can pray with you and for you. And again, if uh, you'd like to, to support monetarily, uh, to share with Citadel of Faith, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can do that at any time for uh, any amount. And even when we conclude tonight, you can do that. But there are four ways you can share monetarily with us uh, to give a gift. Uh, one is through Cash App. And that's dollar sign C-O-F-C-O-G-I-C. Also, Givelify, mobile giving app. There's a bar that reads uh, Use App. It's a blue bar. If you don't see it on the bottom of your screen, some I know some uh, phones uh, shows up on the live screen here. If not, uh, you can go to, uh, when we conclude it, uh, back on our page, uh, there'll be a blue bar. You can tap that blue bar. It will direct you to Givelify. You could give you prompts. You just follow the prompts as you uh, input information, and uh, uh, your giving will be accounted for. You will get an email receipt of that as well. Also, we can receive donations through PayPal, and that's to Citadel of Faith, Church of God in Christ. So we just want to remain connected with you and to stay uh, in touch, uh, certainly even during this time. Some churches are resuming uh, their activities and so forth to some degree. Uh, we yet are uh, staying in, in online mode uh, for the time being until further notice. Uh, you can also uh, look at our website at uh, citadelkojic.com. Uh, all of our information is there for you. Our hearts tonight are quite saddened. Uh, at the transition and passing away of uh, a wonderful dear sister uh, and auntie to some of us, uh, Sister Rosemarie Rimson Brown. Uh, she went to be home with the Lord yesterday. She was the songbird of Southwest Michigan, uh, known all throughout the country and, and abroad uh, in the Church of God in Christ and other denominations as well. Uh, she's known as Auntie Rose to a lot of people. Uh, throughout the country, uh, but Rosemarie was the sister of our dear, uh, dear brother, a longtime friend and former minister of music at Citadel of Faith, the late Elder William E. Remsen. So our prayers are with the Remsen family, uh, Mother Remsen, Alva Remsen, and all of Sister Sue, Lady First Lady Sue, Sister Valerie. Uh, we just thank God and Brother Gerald 
uh, Deacon uh, Remsen and the family uh, as a whole. Uh, our prayers are with you and we just thank God uh, for the life of uh, Rosemarie and for what she has been, the inspiration she has been to untold millions uh, in the world. Some of you can Google her uh, on YouTube. She'll pop up on YouTube. Uh, she was uh, one of the uh, lead singers on many songs on one of the uh, uh, albums or CDs uh, by the late Bishop Gilbert E. Patterson. And uh, uh, you can find just a little bit, a lot about her. Just uh, Google her and also hit her up on, on YouTube. Uh, do a search for her on YouTube, Rose Marie Remsen Brown. And I know that she will bless you uh, through her music and her song. Um, today, we certainly had a a monumentous uh, moment uh, that came across if you have been watching uh, the news uh, in regards to uh, the death and the aftermath of George Floyd. And it's promising uh, with the announcement of additional charges of George's, George Floyd's assailant and also the charging of his accomplices uh, today from the state of Minnesota's Attorney General. Keith Ellison. I'll tell you, this announcement uh, provides a ray of hope and it also offers some light of optimism at this juncture of this country's historical saga uh, with racism and police brutality and the uh, use of excessive and unlawful force. And so that was a major milestone today. I concluded this concern or included rather, not concluded, I included this concern uh, of the charging of all of the police officers in Floyd's death in my article, No Justice, No Peace, uh, for the Indianapolis Recorder, uh, Recorder Spiritual Outlook column, although it was submitted uh, this past Monday. And so that was a concern that I uh, briefly addressed and uh, included in that uh, article. Uh, that article should appear uh, in tomorrow's online edition, uh, the IndianapolisRecorder.com, and also this Friday's print edition. But uh, in all of that uh, that has been happening uh, with our country's current civil unrest and, and protest uh, sparked by the death of George Floyd, uh, one thing that uh, strikes me is this. It is a shame, and uh, I'm not trying to include politics in all of this, but just observation. Uh, it is a shame that two former presidents of the United States, namely President George W. Bush and President Barack Obama, have had to step in and communicate with the American people uh, as a real conscientious president should. They've stepped in uh, with uh, communicating with the American people and have communicated with empathy, uh, understanding, uh, some retroactive analysis, and sensible thought uh, to help guide us through the flames of this fiery matter uh, that we're going through. And I know some may not like me uh, with that, uh, bringing that forth. Uh, but uh, it's, it really is a shame that former presidents have had to step up and communicate with the American people 
uh, in contrast to the current president, uh, who has done nothing uh, but swirl around, hurling gasoline all through the camp. Uh, it's just a shame. But somebody uh, needed to step up and communicate, uh, whether in print or in visual uh, communication, uh, to share, to speak with the people and communicate with them uh, from a sensible manner uh, of sensitivity and with words of worth uh, for what's needed at this point in time in our country. And so sort of piggybacking off of that and dealing with uh, this matter of justice, I want to take a look at a few verses in uh, Proverbs 29. Proverbs 29, with regards to uh, how leadership and justice interact and the ramifications of that uh, or the effect of it, uh, if it is there or if it is not. And uh, we first need to establish what is it that God loves? What? Uh, there are a lot of things we can say that God loves. And I can remember uh, Elder Remsen all the time. He would, he would always say, what does God love? What does God love? And a lot of times when you're dealing with situations, uh, you have to define the terms. You have to try to uh, define the issue or the problem before even trying to address it. Uh, you have to identify it. And so it's important that we first establish tonight what God loves. And there are, there are two verses uh, that uh, quickly and simply uh, give unto us what God loves. I shared one I talked a little bit on Sunday, uh, briefly from it. Uh, in the book of Jeremiah, I'll just read it to you again. It's in Jeremiah chapter 29, I'm sorry, chapter 9, Jeremiah chapter 9, and verse 24, and it reads, But let him that glorieth or boast, uh, let him that glorieth glory in this, let him boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord which exercise kindness, judgment or justice, and righteousness. In the earth, for in these things I delight, justice, righteousness, and kind, loving kindness. And very uh, succinctly and emphatically and uh, succinct, uh, uh, succinctly and, and concisely. Psalm 37 and verse 28 uh, certainly uh, lets us know as well. And the first part of that verse just simply reads, For the Lord loves judgment. Or in other words, the Lord loves justice. The Lord loves justice. So justice is very important uh, for society and for those who are in rule and authority. So I quickly just want to read. Uh, I may give a little bit of addition uh, on these verses in Proverbs 29. I want to read it to you. Uh, not only... Uh, in the King James, but I uh, probably want to uh, read it also, uh, the verse following it, uh, from the uh, New Living Translation, just to give another uh, another, another take or another look on it. Uh, good sometimes to read in other versions uh, to get a little greater um, clarity in how things are, are stated. Sometimes the King James is uh, written in very, very old English uh in early 1600s and so language sort of has changed in the way we speak it uh, but Proverbs 29 and verse 22 reads like this in the King James it says when the righteous are in 
authority. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked, and that word wicked, there's sort of one, one essence of it, uh, nuance of it means morally bad, morally wrong. When the wicked bear rule, when the wicked are in charge, the people mourn or the people groan. So when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked uh, bear rule, the people mourn. The New Living Translation just simply reads like this. When the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in power, when the wicked are in power, they groan. Verse 4, the King James reads, The king, and this term used here for king or how it is used, really it speaks to all officials uh, at any level. Uh, it's not necessarily just talking about one particular king or somebody that uh, the president, if you will, but yet it includes that. But it's really uh, a, a way of speaking to all officials at any level. Uh, the king, by judgment or by justice, or by what is due, establishes the land, but he that receives gifts overthrow it. But he that receives gifts overthrow it. Uh, a king, by judgment, establishes the land. The New Living Translation simply reads, a just king, the king by judgment, the king of justice, a just king or a just leader, a just official, gives stability to his nation. But one who demands bribes destroys it. Or one who demands bribes destroys it. And so uh, leaders have to be extremely careful. Uh, first of all, they have to be rooted uh, in justice. They have to be rooted in righteousness. Uh, and anytime you deal with righteousness, justice is embedded in righteousness. And that's why it really, uh, it comes from the Lord. Uh, righteousness is of God, and so is justice. Let me read a few, other, a few others here. Um, look at verse 7. The righteous, those who are lawful, the righteous considers the cause of the poor. Another way of saying the righteous uh, cares. The righteous cares. The lawful cares about the cause or the plea, uh, the strife, the conflict uh, that people have. Uh, specifically speaks here of the poor. And the term here, uh, poor, just speaks of those who are weak, those who are in a lower position. That's what he says. The righteous considers uh, uh, or cares for the cause of the poor. But the wicked, he cares, he considers, or even really, more probably more so, even becomes familiar, uh, becomes familiar and understands the cause of the poor. But the wicked regards not to know it. The wicked regards not to even understand the cause, the things, the concerns, uh, of those who are in a weaker position, those who are in a lower state. Interesting. The righteous considereth, or is familiar, understands, or cares for the cause of the plea of the poor, but the wicked regards not, doesn't even take regard mm -hmm. to know or to understand it. It reads like this in 
the New Living Translation, verse 7 again of Proverbs 29. The godly care about the rights of the poor. The wicked don't care at all. The godly care about the rights of the poor, the one who's in a low position, the one who's in a weakened uh, uh, position, all right, the poor, uh, the one that's under, the one not in power. Uh, but the wicked don't care at all. Uh, those are some striking words as we uh, even take a look at uh, our country and, and those who are in authority right now. Verse 14, verse 14. The king that faithfully judges the poor, the king that faithfully judges the poor, this is, again deals with governance. It deals with ruling. The king that faithfully judges and governs the poor, the one who's in a lower position, his throne shall be established forever. The king that faithfully judges the poor, his throne shall be established forever. The New Living Translation reads like this. If a king judges the poor fairly, fairly his throne will last forever and is that not uh, what people really want uh, from those who are in position to judge uh, they want fair judgment is what is wanted and for uh, one who is in a governing position uh, one who is able to rule one who is able to make judgments if you will they do it fairly uh, the throne will last forever. It will be established uh, on good ground, if you will. Uh, verse 16. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases, but the righteous shall, shall see their fall. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases, but the righteous shall see their fall. Uh, the New Living Translation, it reads, when the wicked are in authority, uses that word again, in authority, when the wicked are in authority, sin flourishes. And I'll let you just let that sink into your mind uh, about uh, what we've been seeing just in uh, these few fleeting years of our highest governmental uh, order. When the wicked are in authority, sin flourishes. But the godly will see their downfall. And so the godly will see a lot. David uh, wrote the Psalms that I once was young and now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Uh, but he did say what he did see. Let me get that real quick here. Uh, the second part of that verse. Uh, he says, I once was young and now I am old. And I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. But further on down in that psalm, I believe, uh, he says here, he does say, in verse 35, I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. I sought him, but he could not be found. And so uh, for those of us who are uh, in authority, 
uh, have governing uh, uh, responsibilities. It's very important uh, how we go about doing it and certainly uh, doing it properly uh, with justice and uh, with the right uh, means and intent. Verse 18, this is a verse that many of you already know. Um, Proverbs 29 and 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keeps the law, happy is he. Now, this is interesting. I know sometimes we apply that saying, you got to have vision, you got to have vision. Um, that is not specifically exactly uh, what uh, this particular verse is actually saying, although it is apropos, it could be uh, extended possibly, uh, because certainly uh, we need to have vision, all right? Uh, but the end of it says that where there is no vision, the people perish. This vision here uh, really speaks of having sight and discernment, uh, but it's having sight and discernment of revelation, uh, having revelation from God, having revelation from God. And so it says that where there is no revelation from God, people perish and uh, they become, things get out of order. Uh, they become lawless, all right, uh, because there's no restraint per se, all right, uh, and, and so the parishing really comes from, uh, has a, a sort of at, at its at its root, uh, a meaning of when you let something slip through uh, the fingers, if you will, but let something slip through your fingers uh, by ig ignoring uh, an opportunity that you may have had, and that you really, you lose out on that. Uh, but it means getting things out of order. And so where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keeps the law. That's why the law is uh, uh, in, in juxtaposition here, not against, but is in similitude of dealing with the vision. The vision is God's law, God's way, revelation from God. Uh, that is the reference or the uh, uh, synonymous thing here is with the vision and the law together. And so uh, in Proverbs, uh, it reads in, in the New Living Translation, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. Powerful word there, y'all. I'm just letting the read scripture basically uh, speak to us tonight. Uh, and lastly, I uh, think here in Proverbs 29, uh, verse uh, 26 and 27, the King James reads, Many seek the ruler's favor, but every man's judgment comes from the Lord. Many seek the ruler's favor, but every man's judgment comes from the Lord. Every man's justice comes from the Lord. Um, and that verse uh, reads in the uh, uh, New Living Translation, many seek the ruler's favor, uh, seek his favor, um, try to come before uh, the, the ruler, so to speak. Uh, but many seek the ruler's favor, but justice comes from the Lord. That's what God loves, justice. God loves justice. And verse 27 reads, an unjust man is an abomination to the just. And he that is upright in the way is abomination to the wicked. Let that sink in a little bit again about what we've been seeing. 
and witnessing uh, in these last few years, uh, about three and a half years here, uh, with uh, those in the upper part of our governing part of this country. An unjust man is an abomination to the just, and he that is upright in the way is abomination to the wicked. Uh, the New Living Translation just simply reads, The righteous despise the unjust, and the wicked despise the godly. Sometimes you wonder maybe why does uh, something just come up on the inside of you sometimes uh, in regards to a matter, an issue, or how individuals are. And uh, depending upon which side of the camp you're on, you may have some feelings that come up through here uh, and everything. Uh, but again, where you are also determines how you view uh, the other situation or the other, uh, those engaged uh, as well. Uh, sometimes scripture can just speak to us uh, by just reading it. Uh, let me close with this passage of scripture. I may deal with this a little later on at some point in time, but again, this deals with justice. This is what God loves. Uh, this is what God loves. God loves justice. Uh, this was the leading a passage of scripture that uh, I wrote concerning in regards to the column uh, this week, uh, but it's in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 16 uh, and verses 18 through 20. And I'm going to read this to you from the New Revised Standard Version. And it reads like this. You shall appoint judges and officials throughout your tribes in all your towns that the Lord your God is giving you. And they shall render just decisions for the people. You must not distort justice. The King James says pervert. You must not distort justice. You must not show partiality. And you must not accept bribes. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and subverts the cause of those who are in the right. Justice and only justice you shall pursue so that you may live and occupy the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Justice, only justice, justice, justice shall you follow, shall you pursue so that you may live. And when we're able to live, uh, we actually experience the peace and the shalom of God. We're able to thrive uh, when we have the peace that comes from the justice that has been pursued. And that's what God wanted for his people. He wanted them to pursue justice. He wanted them to pursue justice so that they could live and justice only. My friend, as we come to a close tonight, uh, just remember that justice is what God loves. Justice is what God loves. Now, in regards to the George Floyd uh, circumstance situation, and uh, even though with the charging, uh, there's still a long road to go. Uh, this is just the first leg of this particular matter because uh, there has to be a trial and so forth. And uh, we just pray again, continue, uh, that justice is not perverted, uh, but that justice will prevail. And uh, because that's what God loves. Now, the greatest justice that ever has been offered 
is the justice of God unto us, the people of God, to those and to anyone who would uh, come to him uh, through what his son, Jesus Christ, did uh, for us and dying on the cross for us. Uh, we receive the justice of God uh, through the death of his son, Jesus Christ. Uh, we were destined for death. We were actually condemned to death. Uh, death was upon our heads, if you will, according to the Gospel of John. Uh, but God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I'm so glad for the life that I have through Jesus Christ, through his salvation uh, that has come through the shedding of his blood. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And so uh, we become the righteousness of God through the death of Jesus Christ by accepting what he did for us. And that's the greatest uh, way to experience the justice of God, to really see how just God can be. And uh, God is going to enact judgment upon uh, those who do not receive him, and it will be fair. It will be fair. And uh, But God has given unto us grace, those who uh, believe that Jesus is the Christ, that believe that Jesus Christ came uh, to save us, and to deliver us and to become the means of our salvation and enabling us to be uh, put in right relationship with God to where we have peace, where we have peace. No justice, no peace. And so because of the justice of God uh, through his son, Jesus Christ, uh, because his death provided us what we needed to get justice and through it, we have peace. That's why the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 5, verse 1, we now have peace with God through Jesus Christ. We're brought back in harmony with him. And so tonight, my friend, if you would want to receive that peace uh, through the means that God has uh, caused uh, righteousness and justice to meet, if you will, together uh, through his son for us, you can pray this prayer with me. Just bow your head with me and, and repeat this prayer with me. Father, thank you for your gift of salvation. Thank you for being a just God who through your love and the death of your son you provide me the peace that I need in life. I confess Jesus Christ as my Savior. I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord. I receive his death and his dying on the cross for me. And I thank you for eternal life that comes through his death and the peace that I have with you. Thank you for restoring me and giving me new life. My friend, if you sincerely pray to that prayer, uh, the greatest uh, transfer has taken place in your life uh, for where you have moved or passed from death unto life that comes only through Jesus Christ. And if you pray that prayer, uh, we want to know. I want to follow up with you, and uh, we just want to uh, walk along with you through your spiritual journey as you would move forward in your relationship with God. And just text 7676 to 
317-676-0134. And again, that takes you right to our digital connect card. It's less than 30 seconds to complete. But in the comment section, in the comment section, please let us know that you prayed that prayer. And you may be someone that just wants to connect with us again, especially during this period of time uh, that we're in here for some spiritual sustenance or some engagement and encouragement. And you can also text that number again, 7676-2317-676-0134 in the comments section. Just let us know that you've got a prayer request you want us to pray with you for. You just want to become connected with us here as a part of our cyber church community. And again, if you'd like to support our ministry uh, with any a gift of any amount, you can do that at any time uh, after we uh, close out here tonight and any time throughout the week, you can you can share uh, with us, uh, with the donation. There are four ways you can do that. Uh, one is through Cash App. That's dollar sign C-O-F-C-O-G-I-C. Dollar sign C-O-F-C-O-G-I-C. You also can give by way of Givelify. It's a mobile giving app. And uh, we have a, a means for you to do that right here uh, on our Facebook page. There's a blue bar uh, that you can tap. It reads Use App. And just tap that, click that. And it will take you directly to Giveify. Just follow the prompts uh, to share with your donation. Uh, we also can receive donations through PayPal. And that's to Citadel of Faith, Church of God in Christ. You can also mail to the church at 7676 East 38th Street, Indianapolis, Indiana. And that's 46226. Uh, if you're on the go, I know we've opened it up a little bit. There are some, uh, a lot of the restrictions have been uh uh, east and uh, even maybe around the house just uh, doing some chores or doing some cleaning and you want some inspiration or some biblical teaching while you're there doing that or on the go uh, you can join others around the world who uh, subscribe and listen to the citadel podcast journey to the citadel and you can find us on spotify on apple and google podcasts as well as soundbreaker and also our citadel of faith uh, webpage at citadel kojic Com. That's Citadel, C-I-T-A-D-E-L, Kojic, C-O-G-I-C, CitadelKojic.com. Please like us here on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Citadel Kojic. And as I leave you, if you receive something of uh, substance tonight, uh, something uh, of encouragement to share with others, please do so on your timeline. Or again, you can come back uh, to our page here. And uh, start a watch party with others so that they can join in with you. And if you'd like, we would appreciate you recommending Citadel of Faith right here on uh, Facebook. Uh, just please join us. We're here every Wednesday night at 7 as well as Sunday at 11 o'clock. So we'd love to have you join back with us this coming Sunday at 11 o'clock a.m. Just want to know that Lady Rita and I, we love you, love you, love you very dearly. But more importantly, God loves you. Uh, more than we ever could, but we do love you. But God loves you. God loves you. That's what's most important. And no matter what you're going through, please remember the words of what Jesus said. If you can believe, all things are possible. Enjoy the remainder of your night. I look forward to you being with us this coming Sunday. God bless. Oh, 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 oh,